This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Tadia. Welcome to another edition of Exploring Mind and Body. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia. All right, thank you so much for being here for this edition of the show. I always appreciate your time and your interest in checking out each episode and see what we have going on. Now, today I'm going to talk about lessons from a slack line. Now, as you'll soon find out, I love this new toy, if you will, and I'm going to tell you all about it shortly. Just before we jump into the show, a quick word from our sponsor, Puridime. Now, we've been working together for a while now, and I've worked out a little 10% discount for you to give you the opportunity to try this product. It's called a Lifezyme Probiotic. Now, many times we have difficult digesting, utilizing, absorbing nutrients from food. There's nothing wrong with that. Everyone's different. So sometimes we have gas, we have bloating, we have digestion issues, and we need a little help. And that's all this is. This is a good quality product that's going to help you digest food at a higher rate. And to be honest with you, if I know I'm going to go out and maybe not have the healthiest choice, or maybe I go to a friend or family and I'm not sure what they're serving, I'll pop a couple of these pills just for prevention. You'll hit my landing page. There'll be a link to this Lifesign Probiotic. Click on that link. It'll take you to the product page. You enter my name, D-R-E-W, into the coupon code for your discount. True Form Life. All right, so in this show, I'm talking about lessons from a slack line. <laughs> now, if you've been listening to the past shows, you heard me talk about being in Southern California. I've been on this beach for quite some time now, over a month, just about a month and a half now. And before, when I visited the Santa Monica area, everyone was on these slack lines. Now, a slack line is basically a tightrope, if you're not exactly sure what it is. So you tie it to two anchors so it could be two trees or it could be two i've been using volleyball posts for some reason they i was at the park and some park ranger came by and said you're not allowed to tie the slack line to trees which i thought was quite odd then i was like someone should walk around and tell people they're not allowed to eat bags of chips (laughs) but i like to eat chips once in a while too i just thought that was odd sometimes when rules are enforced for no particular reason, it makes me think what could, what, you know, where time, time and energy could be directed. So you have someone trying to do something healthy and they're like, nah, you're not allowed to do that around here. <laughs> That's just a little pet peeve of mine. So moving on. <laughs> so what, what I was saying is, is that this slack line is something new. And I, I watched people do it. And, I, and I, there's all kinds of crazy things that you can do with it. And for me, I was like, I got here to L.A. And I was like, I'm going to get one of these slack lines. And they were kind of expensive. They were anywhere from 100, 150 to 300. And I was like, wow, that's a serious investment. That was before I wasn't even sure I would use it or like it. And we ended up going to this. A huge fitness expo at this at the LA Convention Center downtown, and they had them on sale. They were cheap; they're like fifty bucks. And I was like, "I want one of those." <laughs> so I bought one, and it ended up being the best investment ever. <laughs> so I've been taking the slack line out. I try to go every day, but I do other things throughout the day, and that's it's not something that I guess a main priority. I don't know how you'd say that, but I've been taking out probably every other day. 
and I, I really enjoy it. It takes some time to set up, which isn't a big issue. But what I really like to do, you'll check out if you check out my picture along with this uh, show. I'm actually going to. There's a picture of me walking on the slack line. It's a super cool picture. So I hope you get a chance to check it out. This is going to be at exploringmindandbody.com/lessonsfromaslackline. If you're listening straight from iTunes, and you know, it's just, I've been taking it out in the evenings near sunset. So right here, the sunset where I'm at, the sun goes down about a little after 8, maybe 8.05, 8.10, depending on the day. So I take it out around 7 o'clock. I've been trying to get out there, usually doing things throughout the day. Get back, grab the slack line, and head to the beach. And for about an hour, maybe hour and a half, because the sun goes down, it's still about an hour before it really gets dark, but I need to take it down in the light. So I've been going while the sun's setting. So it's super cool. It's so much fun. And it's beautiful, absolutely beautiful to watch the sunset, hang out at the beach and mess around on the slack line. So I don't really, didn't really have much, many expectations. It's, it was incredibly difficult. It is incredibly difficult. When uh, we first set it up, I wasn't able to stand on it at all. Couldn't take one step. And there's, there's really nothing I could do about it. And it wasn't frustrating. That was one of the first things. It was expectations to pay attention to when starting something new. Now, when I'm going to talk about lessons from a slack line, I just want to share with you some of my experiences and how, I, how it relates to life. So the things that I've learned through this slack line, I know it sounds funny, but when I was on this slack line, it was there was just so many different thoughts and moods and emotions coming to me. And I thought I can learn so much from this one tool. It's incredible, which is why I wanted to share with you. And expectations was was a big one. So if I were to jump on there and expect to walk across right away, first of all, I, I suppose I didn't think it was going to be that difficult, as difficult as it is. But if my expectations were this is going to be easy, I'm going to be able to walk across, I'd be entirely frustrated and probably would have given up the first day because it was just so difficult to stand on this line that's moving back and forth. So without expectations, I slowly got better and continue to get better. So the first thing that I want to share with you is setting up. So anything you do is setting up in life. I learned this in the business world as well. If you don't have a set plan, if it's not set up properly, if you haven't begun to think about how it's going to be set up from the very beginning, you're going to run into issues. So I set the line up a couple times and the line was crooked. So you have to kind of twist it around the poles properly or the tree or wherever yet. And it has to be flat. So a couple times I just wanted to set it up and jump on there. And it made it, it made everything entirely difficult because the line wasn't flat. So by taking a little bit more time and effort at the beginning stage, at the setup stage, it's going to make everything so much easier. So that's the first thing with whatever you're doing. Just take a little bit more time. Most times we want to jump into a project, we want to jump in, in something new. And without taking that time, it's going to be difficult for us to be successful throughout the duration of it. The next one is to set a goal. And I know I talk about goals often. I'm a, I'm a big goal believer. I, it's everything, your whole life changes by setting goals. I talked about that in, in actually, I think it was the previous podcast show called Setting Goals for Success. So before I jump on the slack line each day, I say, today I want to take three steps. I want to take five steps or, or whatever it is, and that changes everything. It really does. Now, I had a, a pretty good reference point. I didn't do that when I first started. I did that after I had a better idea. So once I – there's a couple of us doing it. So we we walked together like someone was literally holding my hand as we walked from one line to the other. Then you slowly get more comfortable. 
and you can balance for a moment by yourself. You can take a step. It was a very slow process. Patience was a major factor and such a big learning point when paying attention to what you can learn from the slack line. So patience was a huge one because the successes or the improvements and progress are so minimal, but they're so exciting at the same time. So, but that setting a goal means so much because I could focus on, I only need three steps today. I can take three steps and that's it. And I've reached my goal. I've, I've been successful today. And it doesn't always happen, but it does happen. And it's so exciting when it does, but you can focus on a number. You can focus on a goal. You know what your end result is. And it changed my day. It changed everything about that slackline experience. And I think it cha- will change your day as well once you start to set goals on a more regular basis. Focus was a big one. I, I had to focus on something. So if you're always looking around and paying attention to what everything else is going on, it's going to be very difficult to focus because you're balanced. You're balancing on this thin type of rope or band, and everything needs to be focused. Everything needs to be still and uh, you know based on one one direction, one goal. So focusing on one point means everything so what I did was find a spot on the band or on the pole on the other side wherever I was going and I focused on that I didn't take my eye off it and that made such a big difference and I thought about the one thing of course I talk about that often that's that you can check out the book at trueformlife.com slash the one thing that's just my affiliate link if you want to check it out and I love this book but there's so many there's so many benefits from paying attention to the one thing, and you're doing one thing. You're, you're slacklining. You, there's nothing else you could possibly do. You have to focus on one thing. You have to put your eyes on one spot, and that's one of my favorite things about the whole slacklining experience was your mind is basically clear. It's almost like a form of meditation, active meditation, because your mind has to think about taking one step forward, and that's it. And I have a Noel coming up on the next show, and he's going to talk about the death race. And I, you know, I asked him how, how he got through some of the difficult parts. He's running for 20 hours. And I said, how do you get through some of the difficult parts? And he says, sometimes all you could do is put one foot in front of the other, and that's it. And it's the same thing with the slack line. And your mind is clear, and you're focused on one thing. So you're not worried. This is probably a form of, could be a form of medicine, really. There's no anxiety. There's no frustration. I don't know if there's anger maybe afterwards if you fall off, but in that moment, if you take that moment right there, there's nothing going through your head except for your focus and that slack line, and that's it. And it's so clear. It's so pure. I love it. It's like it's almost like when I, I guess thoughts go through your head when you're riding. Sometimes I ride my motorcycle down country roads, and I just think about how there's no phone, there's no work, there's not a whole lot of things going through my mind. It's just peace. It's just very peaceful for me. It's a peaceful experience to be able to ride and not have my phone clinging or thinking about my email box or what project I'm working on. I just like to relax. And this this whole slacklining experience is very similar to that. When I look at the next kind of point, is it's a lot to do with focus, but distractions. There's so many things going on. I'm at a public beach, and I think they would call it a private beach around here, but it's quite public. <laughs> So you have cars that are honking, you have people walking by, a lot of people are watching this. Some people stand and watch, which is a little embarrassing when you only take two steps and fall off. (laughs) But everyone, there's people that are being very supportive and they come over and say, wow, that's so hard. You take a couple steps, you're doing a great job. Other people want to try it. But there's so many distractions, even when you're stepping on that slack line, even when you're walking yourself. 
and you know there's waves and there's noise and music there's so much going on and that's no different than the other things that we do in life if we're working on a project if we're trying to be the best parent we can be of course then you have, you have school and you have homework and you have extra curricular activities or sports whatever it is that's going on there's so many different things we do in life we're trying to stay focused on an exercise program if we want to work out if we're trying to eat healthier there's so many distractions that could get in our way and if we do our best to focus and try to avoid those distractions i think we'd be much better off so the next one is going to be baby steps baby steps was such a big kind of learning experience or learning curve for this slack line because you want you think if you the less steps you take the quicker you'll be across it but the bigger steps you take the le the less balanced you are the less sturdy you are so it, when I started without any having any assistance, when I started being able to take three or four steps on, on my own, five, six, seven steps on my own, I started to realize that the smaller the steps I took, the, the less the rope would swing back and forth, the more balance I would have, and the better I'd be able to move forward and progress toward my goal that day. So taking those baby steps means everything, and that's the way I teach in health and fitness and wellness and lifestyle, that those baby steps are sustainable steps that are going to add up to big changes in your life. And I suppose I never realized it or thought about it in a different way. But when I thought about the slack line, I, I should tell you that I started off with not able, being able to take one step or balancing without even having uh, holding a tree or holding someone's hand. And now I can take, I think I took 16 steps yesterday, which is super exciting for me. Because it doesn't seem like much, but it really is a lot. And each step was it was successful for me and it's not like I can easily do 16 steps or 10 steps sometimes I take two steps and fall off other times I take three or four steps I can think I average maybe seven not probably not seven maybe five or six sometimes like sometimes I go out there is better than others that's just how it goes each time and I'm trying to go up there up and down as many times as I can and just to get better I really enjoy it so those baby steps mean everything and I think that many times in life whether it's a fitness program or whatever it is we try to get through it quickly we try to get through a workout as fast as possible so it's over with or we try to get through a diet or whatever it is and we think the bigger steps we take the quicker we go we say we're all or nothing type of person and then we end up in the same position we were when we started so just understanding that those baby steps really do add up and those baby steps are going to make a difference, that we're going to be stronger and sturdier and more able to move forward in a progressive manner by taking those steps progressively that are small, of course. The next one is going to be falling. Now, I want to mention that this slack line isn't that far off the line. It's probably a couple feet up. So if you fall... You're not going to hurt yourself. And, well, I suppose it depends how you fall. If the rope completely sways one way and you fall awkwardly, it could hurt. I kind of fell a couple times and the rope scraped my scraped my shin. So that could be thought of, of some type of injury. It didn't really hurt that much. And you fall. It's on the beach, so when you fall, it doesn't really hurt. But what I'm, what I'm saying is the perception of falling is much more much more scarier or much more fearful than actually falling so you're on the slack line and people are watching like oh whoa and you're like oh, oh. <laughs> so but then when you fall and it's like plunk and it's over with you're like ah oh. 
and you don't always fall. If you fall, most most times I land on my feet when I fall off because I know I'm going to fall off, and then I kind of jump or hop off. Sometimes you take a step and completely miss the rope, and it swings out underneath you, and you fall on your back. Or I fell on my chest a couple times, I suppose, but it's not, it doesn't hurt. And what I'm saying is the perception of falling. So we're so afraid to, we're so afraid to fail in life. It doesn't matter what it is. It could be the simplest thing, but it's that perception. And the biggest perception is coming from someone else. So we think that, oh, so-and-so is going to see us fail or so-and-so is going to think, think of us as a failure. And it's really that perception of falling that's scarier than actually falling. We all know what that's like when you fall, and it's like, oh, I failed. Sometimes we have epic falls or epic failures, and we're crushed for days and lie in the fetal position and don't want to do anything. Or maybe that's just me. <laughs> but I think, you know, the further I've gotten, the harder I've, I've falled. So when you get to the middle of the slack line, which I've gotten to, and it, it doesn't, it only the only reference is how long the the posts are or the trees are in between. So it could be short, but right in the middle is usually the hardest part because that's where it's most feeble or the most, it's, it sways the most. So the closer I get to the middle, the the harder it gets and the harder harder I fall. So it kind of makes sense to me that the closer you get to your goal, the more difficult it becomes because there's an extra push at the top. There's an extra push to get to where you want to go. And if you fall feeling so close, it's going to hurt a little bit much more. But again, that whole perception is much more scarier than actually falling. And then the last part regarding falling or failure is getting up. It's not that difficult to get up. You know, whatever it is, wherever you're failing or falling in life. And sometimes I think, we're, we first of all, we fear the failure more than actual failing. And then we think we're not able to get back up and continue on with whatever we're doing. And that means more than anything. So you can get pushed down 100 times. If you get up 101 times, <laughs> then you're still moving forward. You're still working towards your goal if you don't get up, if you're not interested in continuing on with your goal or with whatever you set out to do. Then it, it, Dan Millman said in the, in the past, past interview with him, you really don't fail, you quit. There's a, there's a difference. So you either continue to work work your way towards your goal, whether you continue to fail, whether you get back up. But there's really no failing because if you're doing it, you're still succeeding in some way. You're still working towards your goal. But if you stop doing it, then you've quit. So you can consider that as a failure if you like. But regardless, it's the getting back up. If you can get back up, if you can get back in the game, if you can continue, continue to work towards your goal, then you are succeeding. And I think many times... We fear, just like we fear the failure, we feel the getting back up, which usually isn't as scary as we think it is. And the last point I want to bring up with this whole lessons from a slackline thing is the mindset. So our mindset really means everything. So first of all, you have to believe you can do it. And that was a big lesson I had to learn because when we first started out, I was walking with someone's hand. Someone was holding my hand. And then I took a couple of steps and I was like, oh, I'm, I'm doing this. I took a couple more steps and I was surprising myself. Then I thought, I, didn't, I never really actually believed I could do this. So how could I actually do it? So before I got to more steps, before I got to, let's say, 10, 12, 15 steps, I had to tell myself or make myself believe that this is something I could do. And that relates to any part of anything you're going after in life. If you don't believe that you can do it, 
then you're not going to be able to do it. And I talked about this again with, with Noel when he was running 20 hours. <laughs> I said, you know, you have to believe in yourself. And he said there was a little bit of doubt. And I love that because every time I talk about goals, there has to be some type of doubt in the back of your mind. There has to be some kind of, I don't want to say uh, something that's not encouraging, but there has to be something just a little bit to push you further to the next level. And that doubt does that. And I think that that helped with this whole slacklining thing. Now, I'm not, I'm certainly not where I want to be. I've just kind of started in the last few weeks, but uh, moving forward and progressing in that, the, the, the doubt certainly helps. That pushes you forward, that challenges you, but that belief means everything. So if you don't believe you can do it, you're probably not going to do it. You're usually not going to start. So there has to be a strong enough belief. And that all comes from mindset. Our mindset really means everything. So if you think you're getting better, you are getting better in some way. If you're getting a little bit more balanced, even if you're taking less steps, maybe you're becoming more balanced, more stronger, more structured. Maybe you're learning more from those less steps. And then just like the opposite, if you think you're, you think you're a failure, <laughs> if you think you're doing less, if you think that you're not succeeding or not moving forward, then you aren't. And that's what we teach ourselves. That's what that's that's the story that's going in our on our minds. That's what we're telling ourselves, and that's what our body is doing. That's how we're performing. And it's not, of course, it's just not the slack line. It's everything in life. If we think we're a failure, we're gonna find a way to be a failure, and we could be the biggest success to everyone around us. But if we compare ourselves to someone else, or if we have higher expectations, and we believe that we're a failure, then we're gonna be a failure. It doesn't matter what it is we're doing or what level we reach. So those are my lessons from a slack line. That's what I've learned. And it's, it's been such a short time. Like I said, it's only been a few weeks, but I, I really enjoy it. I love the challenge. I love the little successes. And I even love the little failures because without that failure, the success wouldn't seem like such a success. So I hope that helped. That helped you. Maybe some of those lessons can help you understand life a little bit more, or maybe reaching your goals or aspiring to do or, or be or have whatever it is. And just to move forward in life and learn some lessons from a slack line. And if you get a chance to try it out, you should try it out because it's so much fun and it's so difficult. I think the challenge is what I love about it. Why? <laughs> and uh, it sounds kind of funny, but it's just so it's so empowering. Just one step forward, one step better from the next day, or one step forward that day, is so exciting because it's so difficult. It's fun. Try it out. That's going to wrap things up for this edition of Exploring Mind and Body. Just before I let you go, don't forget about Pure Dimes offer. So I'm going to do my best to find good quality companies and products like Pure Dime. So if you get a chance to support them, try their products, see what we're doing, then it gives me the opportunity to continue to work with them and continue to bring you deals and different kind of products and see what's going on. So that's, that's kind of fun for me a little bit. I enjoy that marketing side and I enjoy the opportunity to bring you quality type of products like this. So if you have any digestive issues, any heartburn, bloating, any kind of that indigestion, you should really think about some type of digestive enzyme. Something like taking a, digest, a couple of digestive enzymes before a meal can really change your health in a big way. So check out puredime.com slash drewtadia. Don't forget to type in the word code word Drew, my first name, after you click on the Lifetime plant-based probiotic. And then lastly, don't forget about our fitness challenge. There's still time. We have a big group. We have a great group. We have about 30 people signed up that are can't wait to get started. We're going to start on Monday. This coming Monday, we have a, a private group setting. There's going to be 
10 different workouts in 10 days. There's going to be group support. I'm going to be in there answering questions daily. So I can't wait. I love these groups. And this is the first time we're doing a fitness one. And there's so many people excited about it and can't wait for it to start. Hope you get the chance to check it out. That's going to be at trueformlife.com slash 10-day fitness challenge. And then if you want to be a part of our True Form Life community, more so with our newsletter and get my recent uh, videos, posts, recipes, and more, you can go to trueformlife.com. Just on the main page, there's going to be a widget where you can enter your email address. All my current content is going to be sent to your inbox every Monday morning, so I send that out weekly. Once again, thank you so much for being here and being part of us and everything we're doing. Thank you for your support. With your downloads, shares, word of mouth, all that means a lot to me. And don't forget about our little challenge we have going on. I want to get 20 new reviews coming in this month. So I'd love for you to head over to iTunes, leave a review. I'm going to read those out on air. So I'd love to hear what you think of the show. And I'd love to share that with everyone else. And those ratings and rankings ratings really help with rankings and iTunes as well to help other people find the show and experience some of what I'm bringing to you as well. So I do appreciate that consideration and the little challenge we have going on there. That's it. That's all I got. Catch you on the next one.